Hello. Hi. How are you? Hungover. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, you're on a whole new energy level. Either that or I'm You're on just a- not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not on the map. <laughs> so, why are you hungover? I drank a bottle of whiskey last night. Like one of those small ones? No. The, like, single-serving one? No, a fifth. <laughs> a, a fifth of whiskey. <laughs> Did you vomit? Yep. Do you remember any of last night? Yep. We went to a strip club. That was my first time ever being there. Dope. Um, to any strip club ever. I've never been until last night. <clears throat> it was really fun. Yeah. It was the environment was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. Different how? It was less cringy than I expected it to be. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Um, I have a feeling that today is going to be pretty low energy in comparison due to your... <laughs> your hungoverness. Yes, probably. Um, I, I apologize. We might just need to like take a small recording of you and post it so everybody <laughs> can see how hysterical you are. Uh, um, no, that's not a good idea. Because you're not mentally present. Nope. But it's alright. We're going we're gonna to push through. Yeah. It's going to be great. So what are we talking about today? Uh, pride. Cool. What do you have pride in? Myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's Pride Month. And then Pride Month is almost over. It is almost over. I'm really sad. Sad. Uh, and we went to Pride. We did. Dallas Pride. It and it was, was really bomb. fun. I enjoyed it. It was a good weekend. Yeah. It was exhausting. Pride oh. is very exhausting. Oh my gosh, yes. I didn't even go to the parade, and I feel like I needed, like, a solid four days to recover. Yeah. Same. Um, I really enjoyed Pride. I had a lot of fun. I enjoy the environment more than I do actual, like, the the parade itself. Like, I don't really care to see rich gays drive slowly in their Mercedes. Right. So, Pride, the parade itself for me is more about, like, hanging out with the people in the environment and everyone just walks around, like, complimenting each other and that everyone is just so loving and accepting and it's just really cool to like escape into that environment for a few hours absolutely and to me it it definitely is about the typical community not the community that is always represented that are driving around in their mercedes right because they're the ones who get the media representation and they're the ones who don't really have to face the discrimination or anything like that and so to me the pride is less about them and more about connecting with the community that goes through the same things that you do and are is are going through the same like struggles and are on the same path that you are um it's really cool seeing other trans guys and trans women and non-binary people and drag queens and so many just, drag queens everywhere so, it's so great so many and just, like, literally every color of the rainbow, you have all of the queers all together just celebrating who they are, and I think that it's really spectacular. I definitely enjoy the festival more than I do the parade. Yeah, same. Um, to me, you have a little bit more interaction there with other people, and, you know, you get to go to all the different booths, you get to have, like, genuine connections with people and I just appreciate that more. And also just, like, free shit everywhere. Yes. Um, I also think that, you know, it was great having Dallas Pride moved to, I don't know, the Fair new Park. place. Yes, Fair Park. Yeah. Agreed. Um, simply because they had a lot of indoor 
spaces that were a little more controlled with the air conditioning units. Yes. It was by no means cool, but it was not sweltering like it was outside, which was a relief. I did not feel like absolute misery when I left, which was great. And it was also like enclosed. Yeah. And so the protesters were out, like they weren't even allowed inside. Um, which was nice. Yeah, I don't think I saw a single protester. They were, there were some. They were by the gates when you pulled in, but they there were like four or five. I think I, me and Zali got there so early that it was probably before they got there. Because <laughs> yes. um, too early for the protesters. Well, we showed up probably twenty or thirty minutes before it opened. Oh, okay. Because um, we were worried about traffic and. The person who was behind the wheel is a very anxiety-ridden person who worries about being punctual, even if there's no time limit. Uh, um, That's me. And so I was very worried about being late, even though there was no late. And so we were 30 minutes early. (laughs) All right. Well, you were committed. But we also got in for free, so... Because we got in before the gay people were there, so we just stepped <laughs> right on in. That's a good idea. We need to do that next time. I mean, we still had to pay for parking, but that's it. It was great. It's fine. A little out of order today, but do you have any tea updates? Um. Well, I mean, you said when I walked in that I had a lot of hair on my face. You have I a lot mean, of hair everywhere. Whoa. <laughs> You're right, I do. Uh... <laughs> It's, it's getting, like, my neck is fuzzy, and my cheeks are fuzzy, and it's getting thicker. Like, the, the hair on my neck is getting thick. Right, and your chin is starting to connect the two patches on the side. Yes. It's starting to connect in the middle, which And that cool. hair is getting thick, too. Like it's, Oh, yeah. It's not just growing in more places. It's also just, like... It's very visible. Yes. It's very, like... Oh, hello, beard. Yes. Um, so that's cool. And it's also more red than yes. when it first started growing in. Yeah. So I'm going to be like a full-on ginger. Well, like a like a fuzzy ginger man. Well, gingers are sexier anyway, so it's fine. So, so my facial hair is coming in. It's definitely a lot slower than yours, which is fine. Um, and I, I keep it shaved because anytime I have to see my family, you know, it's... It's an ordeal. But I hate shaving. It's I hate it. It's not that bad. It, I think it'll definitely be worse when it's more frequent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have noticed that I am getting... I'm slowly getting very, like, small patches on my chin, which is exciting. Um, definitely not very thick. It's, like, peach fuzzy. Mm-hmm. But it's way more than I had before, so I'm going to... Be excited. Yeah, take the win. Yeah, I'm going to take that win. Uh, Something that is interesting that I don't know if it should be in tea updates or yikes or both. Um, Por que no los dos. Is, so obviously my voice has dropped pretty significantly Mm -hmm. since I have started testosterone. And um, I am not out to my family. And yet I see them often like more often than I think anybody else in our friend group does typically mm-hmm. and so uh, I in the last probably month I've seen them twice month and a half Ew. well I had to see them for Father's Day and for my brother's birthday so um, yeah no I'm good so I had to see them, and every time I see them now, one of their first comments is, are, are you getting sick? It sounds like you've got a lot of congestion. So for the last six months, they just assume that you're sick? Absolutely, and it's hysterical. You should, you should go to the doctor for that, man. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not healthy. And so my brother, who is, in, is somewhat in the loop on all of this, he, he is kind of a mix between me and my parents where he's like nah like you do you 
and I love you, but, you know, I don't necessarily believe that it's okay. Right. But, like, I love you because, you know, we're siblings. Because he's a somewhat decent human. Right. Yeah. And so, afterwards, I, after my brother's birthday, we had to um, take a drive together, and the first thing he said, he's like, so mom and dad still haven't figured anything out? They just think you're fucking sick all the time. Like, <laughs> like you're sweating constantly and your voice has dropped so low. Obviously, one plus one equals testosterone. Right. It doesn't equal, like, 52. Right. <laughs> so my Your brother sickness. just thinks... He, he, he just thinks it's absurd, which is really funny. Um, like, they have to know. They have to know. Some you don't look feminine no. in any way no i don't but they're i mean it's like my ex-husband like he straight up stared at my legs one time i mean he knows now right because my mother outed me but like, but he knew but he knew like he and he told me because when i called him uh, this whole situation with my mom i called him and was like hey so we should probably have this talk now huh and he was like, I was just waiting for you to come tell me on your time, on your terms. Well, like, it's it's pretty obvious. Once you start testosterone, the changes come pretty... I mean, I can't hide it. Like, even my face has squared out. Like, my body shape has changed. Oh, yeah. I'm not... I mean, I wasn't necessarily curvy before, but I'm, I'm sure definitely mine, not now. I'm sure mine has, too. I just see myself every day, so I haven't noticed. Yeah. Um... It's just, it's a whole uh, mess. It's just hysterical to me. That is so funny. (laughs) People are just ignorant to the world around them. Absolutely. You know, you would think that they would be more in tune with their children. Maybe they don't want to be. Maybe they have seen the changes and they've probably talked about the changes and they just don't want to address the changes. Oh, and that totally sounds like my parents. So I would not be surprised. See, if it were my mom and I didn't tell her and I showed up one day, she'd be like, you need to go to the doctor. You've got some facial hair growing that never used to grow there. Like, she would point out everything. Or or she'd say something about my weight, because that's the thing she does. She'd be like, you've gained some weight. Yeah, well, so have you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um... No, my 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 parents aren't like that. They just like to not talk about anything that they consider unpleasant. Okay, that's a really good way to go through life. Right, right. Um, but it also makes things really uncomfortable when it's very obvious. Like, it's this yeah. huge elephant in the room. It's right. this huge pink, blue, and white elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> No, I just surprise. <laughs> they like they have to know. It's yeah, just absurd. There's no way. Um, it's gonna be really funny. Like the further I get with my transition, like the more and more and more that I just kind of square out and mm-hmm. your face shape has changed for sure. You think so? Yeah. It's the haircut. You're more you're more squared <laughs> out than you used to be in your face. Your jawline has a little bit. Well, and like, every time I see my family, they're like, oh, well, why don't you grow your hair out? Why don't you um, wear dresses? Oh, I hate that question. Like, no. I'll let Joey wear the have dresses. They, have they met you? <laughs> no, they haven't. They have this... The way that my parents work is they have this nice, pretty idea of what they imagined me to be yeah. when I was little. And they have let that fully develop in their head. And so this person that I am now is not that image at all. And they are just completely repulsed by it. And so they just try to um, impress their image of what I should be onto me. And I'm like, dude, bro. Hello. Do you see me? Like, Yeah. That's a problem. Shut the fuck up. Like, that's like a... That's an issue, man. That needs to be addressed. I mean, I know it's not going to be, but, like, you can't just, like... 
I mean, at the at the very least, it's a little bit convenient for me because I didn't. I don't have to come out. And well, and also they just like they're ignoring it and keeping you in their lives. So yes. like, so I guess that's better than like addressing it and then them saying stay away forever. Right. Like, basically. I mean, my mom never said that, but that's how she acts towards me. And so I said it to her. <laughs> right. She she kind of made it clear that that's what she wanted. Yeah. Um, something that I, I've kind of just settled into is that the people that I love, like you and Joey and Zali, like, they deserved that that conversation of oh I think I'm trans like yeah. like that is a coming out story that I feel comfortable with but I am by no means like I don't have to come out to anybody right like I don't have to have that sit down conversation with them if I don't want to I can just let them be them and let chips fall as they may if I want to mm-hmm. so I, I don't think that as as queer people we are in are forced to have that come out story we don't have to come out to anybody if if we are independent and adults and have our own lives like i don't have to like they don't deserve that they're not entitled to that so that's kind of where i'm at right now and so they can just think that I have this <laughs> cold. That's so... I just... It's hilarious, but also it's just like... I don't know. It's it, cringy. It bothers me. Yeah. It's it bothers cringy. Me. Um, so my only other tea update that I have is... So obviously we are in the state of Texas. We're in the DFW area. Mm-hmm. It is so fucking hot Brandon yes yes it is it was 102 degrees the other day and it felt like 110 yeah because the humidity is so bad right now and I I'm dying same like it it set to like 70 degrees in our house and it doesn't feel like it I'm just dying no it doesn't it's so but I'm also super hungover so like nothing is comfortable for me right now i don't i don't even mean just this jade roller i don't even i don't even just mean today i just mean in general it's just so hot all the time i hate texas i'm sorry i wish that texas could just get like 50 degrees cooler and i'd be happy (laughs) well it will in about five months no like all the time i'd be okay if it was like 80s i'd be okay with like mid 60s because <laughs> like i enjoy swimming so your family is cringeworthy and mine is cringeworthy is no longer in my life yeah so which is sad but i mean honestly i feel at peace like the day before it happened even zolly um could tell that something was wrong with me like I felt off for a couple of days before the whole thing with my mom went down and then I hadn't slept oh my gosh even the hair on my arms is getting darker (laughs) on my hands look it's like a dark brown color like a couple of them it's almost red yeah well yeah all of it's turning red but it looks brown anyway um, but it's all I could tell that, like, I was off and I felt really uneasy and I hadn't slept much. And literally the day it happened, mm-hmm. I passed out at, like, 9 p.m. and I slept through the whole night and I woke up the next day and I felt a million times better. So it was weird and I feel like I could kind of feel a shift happening um, but now that it happened and it's over with, it sucks and it's sad, but it's probably the best thing for my mental state. Yeah, and, and something that I think that is important is that, um, and something that me and Zali talk about 
probably way more than you and Joey realize is that we are so happy that we have finally found a group of people that we can actually call family and that we love and that we know without a doubt will always be there for us, which is you guys. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, but, but I just, I really like, don't know if you guys know how much we appreciate it because we've never had that before. Just, just being able to go to you no matter what the circumstances are and know that you guys will be there and i totally include marissa and macy in that because they're freaking amazing yeah they are lord willing and the creek don't rise oh god except macy doesn't love me because she never wants to hang out with me That's, i hope you listen to this episode she probably won't, she won't. Um, <laughs> i know she doesn't not want to hang out with you. She just doesn't hang out with anyone. <laughs> I know. Ever. No, I know. I was just throwing she, a little bit of shade. She even texted me this morning and was like, I miss you and I feel like I never see you. And I'm like, that's because you don't, bitch. <laughs> it's like a minor miracle we went to the mall all together the other yes. day. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the time. It was a minor miracle. It was a full on, like, gift from God. <laughs> yep. But yeah. Anyway, well, I'm glad you feel that way because so do we, and um, it's really cool for me because like I've talked about it a lot. I talk about it all the time. But, like Joey's family is my family, and then by extension, all of my friends are too. And I, you know, my my friendships, my relationships with people now, they're all very, very intentional. Yeah. And very interconnected they have to on be. purpose yeah they they really have to be at this point in our lives regardless of age just the the positions that we're all at our relationships have to be intentional yep ain't nobody got room for toxic relationships up in this place no true um dealt with that for enough of my life i don't need to anymore but since you were so smart and you know everything, false. Will you tell me about the first pride? Stonewall. Yes, of course. So, Stonewall was actually a hotel or an inn. It wasn't a hotel, it was an inn. What's the difference? Um, probably setting, atmosphere type thing like an inn is probably just more like cozy feeling like homier yeah okay it's a hotel and it had a bar yeah and it had a, um there was a bar in basically like the basement part of it um that was very lgbt friendly at the time it was 1969 so not many places were and so it was like hella illegal everybody kept on the hush hush yeah yeah uh which is crazy because it was just in 1969 like that wasn't that long ago no like it it was like what 50 years ago yeah 50 years ago hello because we're celebrating 50 years of stonewall yeah and that wasn't comparatively to the lifespan of even america that was like a blink of an eye right so um they and they had a lot of like drag queens and trans people that would hang out there because it was one of the very, very few places who um, were that accepted people like that. So they got raided by the cops. Um, and let me just explain why this is a big deal because like cops raid places all the time. Sure, shit goes down, sure. But in these specific instances when cops would raid these LGBT uh, bars, they would check their identity or identifications um, and then if their gender didn't match what they looked like they would take them in the back room and they would check their sex like they would basically make them strip and they would check their bodies to see what they were like if they had vaginas or whatever which is so fucked up yeah and so um the Stonewall riot happened 
because um, Marsha P. Johnson was a trans woman, and at the time, the surgeries and the things like that were not even... I mean, they, yeah, I mean, they, it's not that they were necessarily illegal. It's just that they were like, you couldn't find a lot of people who would do them. Right. And I mean, you still kind of hard to do still kind of hard to find. And even if you did find somebody, it's like expensive out the ass. Right. And so, um, she got pulled into the back room and, or she, they tried to pull her in the back room and she refused and she started a riot. She threw a shot glass and hit the mirror, busted the mirror, and then um, everyone followed suit and started a riot. And then they took it outside and basically rioted all the way down the road. And it was just, it turned into a big thing, which is now why we have a parade, because that's, I mean, the parade is a symbol uh, well, it used to be a symbol of that, of, like, standing up for yourself and your rights and um, your privacy. Which, in, in in my opinion, I feel like that's a form of sexual harassment. Oh, it totally is. And, like, so, and the teachers who, like, check their students, like, they make them... Did y'all see the video of the students... That, like, there was this trans girl in the bath. She was literally in the bathroom with her pants down on the toilet. And this teacher came in with a hook and a... There was a police officer behind her. And she came in with a hook and unlatched the door with the hook. And opened the door and tried to pull her out of the bathroom. What the fuck? Yeah, that was, like, last week. Welcome to America. Also... Britain has issued a travel warning for their citizens to come to the U.S. For no LG- shit. LGB- LGBT citizens. No shit. They're like, don't go to the U.S. Basically. Or people or, of color. Or if you do. Or- yeah. But the, but the ban literally was like, be very cautious of who you're around and what you do in America if you're LGBT. That is absurd. Yeah. So, so, right. so for the people who ask why we need a month for Pride, that's why. Because shit like this still happens. Absolutely. And there are other countries in 20-fucking-19 who issue travel warnings for their citizens. Because our country is so fucked right now. Yeah, it is. And there are a couple of states that... I don't know exactly what the laws are, but there are a couple of states... That just passed laws against LGBT people. I don't know what the laws entail exactly, but I do know that for sure. That's fucked up. Yep. Um, but I think that it's really good to know our history. I feel like a lot of LGBT people don't. Yeah. And I educated one of my workers because he's he's bi. But he's, well, yeah, no, he's bi. And so um, he didn't know either. And he asked me about it just randomly, brought it up. He was like, hey, what's Stonewall? And me being me, I was like, here, let me educate you. Because I I just learned myself. Yeah, I think that it's sad that there are people who don't know the history of Stonewall as LGBT people because... I think that history is very important. We know that, you know, it's important to stay educated, especially since those problems are nowhere near going away. Right. From what it seems like here in America. And it's just, I mean, repeating itself. Absolutely it is. As it does. And so I think that it's also really cool that we were able to celebrate the 50th anniversary and that... Um, when we went to Dallas Pride, there was a lot of the really cool t-shirts that, you know, the first Pride was a riot and, like, remember Stonewall. Those were really cool memorabilia that you could, you know, help just kind of focus on what was really important and and why we were there and yeah. and who we should remember when we are celebrating how far we've come. Because while we have come far, we have still so far to go. Yep. 
I agree. Like teachers reaching into bathrooms. What the fuck? Yeah. I follow a lot of um, trans hashtags on Instagram, and that showed up on my on my Instagram, and I was just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Okay, well... And she was, like, she was, like, in a dress, and she had... I, I don't even know, but she was, like, super dolled up, and she just looked really cute, and... I mean, I'm, not that has anything to do with it, but that's something that I noticed in the video. Like, female presenting. Yes, yes, very feminine. And they just w- walked in there and opened the door while she was on the toilet with her pants down. Or, well, not pants, because she was in dress, but you know what I mean. Well, so, I think that it is really important that while we are talking about um, abused minorities, we should talk about the biggest group that has been abused recently. Black trans women. Oh, no. Straight people. Get out. (laughs) Um, Can't even. (laughs) And, and... They have been so abused lately that they should be entitled to their own month for straight pride. Okay. (laughs) Um, It's absurd. Yes. It makes me very angry. (laughs) It... I I don't know if it makes me angry or if it just makes me... sad and confused... Well, according to them, you're confused anyway. I mean, I am, regardless of gender. <laughs> um, <laughs> you just stay in a state of con- total confusion. Absolutely. All the time. Yes. Have you seen me try to go about my life? It is very confused. <laughs> I'm not confused about my sexuality or my identity, but everything else in the world it's, is confusing. It's very confusing. <laughs> um, no, like, I just, I don't understand. Why, why they think that straight pride is necessary? It genuinely boils down to straight up homophobia. No pun intended. <laughs> but seriously, it is. It's just that's all it is. It absolutely it's homophobia. is homophobia. Um. So it was kind of mainly brought up by these three guys who white yes of course who were were saying that straight pride was necessary and they were going to have it in August on August 31st and they thought that it was for for people who felt like they you know had been left out from this celebration or I don't don't fucking know it's just bullshit that they're letting pour from their mouths absolutely Um, the funniest thing is that uh, who was it Brad Pitt was going to be their um, mascot did Brad Pitt know he was going to be their mascot (laughs) no okay so so at first they were like, oh yeah, and the our mascot is going to be the epitome of masculinity and straightness, Brad Pitt. And then they chose Brad Pitt for that. And then, and then like a week later, Brad Pitt comes out and is like, yeah, if you use my name, I'm suing you to like the end of the earth. Good, good for him. Fuck and, those people. And he's like, are straight people okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he's like, you can't just use my name. I am very clearly in support of the LGBT community. Right. And his uh, non-binary child. <laughs> yes. Like, his child, their their kid is like the hippie, like hippiest, non-gendered, probably pansexual human ever. Absolutely. And so he's like, so fuck you guys. Uh, in a very polite way, uh, fuck you guys, but you can't use my name or I'm suing you. <laughs> right. Good. Um, and so, Good. so they they got a new guy and were like, oh, 
well, Brad Pitt couldn't, uh, didn't work out, but don't worry, we found an even better, even more handsome guy. And, and it's just some other, I don't, I don't even know who it was. Some dude. Some dude. Probably white. Yes. But the greatest thing is that one of the three guys is their gay ambassador. No. <laughs> yes. So one of these guys is gay saying... Okay, but there are also gay people out there who vote for Trump and Republican they're Republican. And I, don't, I don't know how. All the other... They're doing gay very wrong. <laughs> they are. Um, <laughs> but I don't know about you. Like, I'm but, not saying that Republicans can't be gay, but... but <laughs> get out. I'm setting you on fire. <laughs> Please. If I ever, like, seriously say that, please put me out of my misery. Something has gone very wrong. Um, no, it's just, it's this level of absurdity. Like, why, why do they think that that is okay? Like, they have never gotten because the shit why? beat out of them for their sexuality. They've never been forced to hide who they are because of their gender identity. They've they've never been disowned because of, from their parents because of their sexuality or gender identity. Why do they think that they are in need of this straight pride to celebrate what? What are they celebrating? Straightness. Their, their clear lack of discrimination? Here's the thing. In my opinion, I think... It's a, I think, I think it's just homophobia, but also white men specifically feel very entitled to everything. Like they think, now don't get me wrong, I am a white dude, but I'm a trans dude. Right. And also I know how terrible white people are. So... I feel like I can say this without it being like hypocritical in some way, but I but but white men cis white men specifically feel that everything is owed to them that they own the world, and if somebody else has something that they don't have, then they have to somehow attain the thing. Absolutely, and I am going to do. Uh, I'm going to do something a little weird. I'm going to weirdly combine two very different parts of my life. And I'm going to shout out Amber. Yes. <laughs> um, Amber she has <laughs> had a lot of crazy shit go on with her in the last week. However, she is a person of color who is this amazing astrologist who who is like fucking awesome but she, she as a person of color is like when we say white people we don't mean like like don't come at me with this all not all white people like obviously if you were a decent ass white person we're not talking about you susan right like just like not like, all men we don't we don't talk about you as a white person you're just timmy like you're fine. Right. White people are those crazy ass motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> like they, they fall into their own category. If you are a decent human, we just, we don't talk about, you're not in that category. Like stop. We don't even mention the fact that you're white. Like you're not white right. to us. You're yeah. just, you're just a person. Right. White people, you don't fall into that category. So when we say white people, like, like we're decent enough. Like we don't, we don't go in like, shame people and think straight pride is okay and shit like right it's just, it just really falls down into like the category of people feeling left out of shit yes it's not any different than the person who you're having conversation with your mom in spanish it has nothing to do with anything relevant to anything any other white people around you you're not talking about anything or anybody and they are offended because you're speaking in Spanish. They just feel left out. They just want to know what's going on. Yeah. And they think that you're talk they're talking about you. And and yes. it's not. It like why does everything have to revolve around you? 
It's not about you. We found out that the world does not revolve around you. <laughs> oh, but it does. Except Joey. Totally revolves around Joey. What? <laughs> I'm just making fun of you. Okay. Um, no, so... So just a little a little weird combination there, but check her out. She's freaking awesome. We'll put her handles um, in the description or whatever, but she's just freaking dope. Um, no, I just, I, I cannot get on straight pride. I think that it is a complete fuckery. Um, something that was really cool is, um, I think that it was a beer company who uh, somebody made a joke was like, oh, well, what what is it going to be on straight pride? Uh, a dude in a lawn chair and, and like, just random shit. And they mentioned, I think, like, Bud Light. Some, Bud Light. And Bud Light had, like, retweeted and added a little comment saying, nah, we, we support equality. Like, we wouldn't show up there. Right. <laughs> and it was just this, like, fuck yeah, like extra like little win little sting into the i think it's funny how companies are like nope not gonna be on board for that (laughs) yeah i'm just not gonna support that um and it and it's just really cool to see everybody just join together in this confusion that is straight pride because it's absurd it really is but straight white cis men are very confusing anyway but honestly like there is this this smaller section of of very privileged straight white women who were also in that group who my mother (coughs) (laughs) who are so out of the loop and so brainwashed that they're like oh no women should get paid less than men yeah and and you're just like what the women aren't made to, women aren't made to do this. And you're just like, what whatever. the fuck? Fuck you. Yeah. Women can do whatever the fuck they want. Straight yep. Pride is a lot. Yep. We will totally keep you guys updated on on Straight Pride and see how it goes because it's a shit show and a half. I'm waiting for it to catch fire and burn. I am very excited to see the idea of this uh, gay pride in August. <laughs> Of just gay protesters along <laughs> along the straight pride, like yes. all the straight people do to us. Of yes. oh, all gays are going to hell. Um, not really, but now we can protest you because you have a parade. I I really want to make a sign, and it's gonna say something like, "Burn your condoms." <laughs> <laughs> no, they need condoms. <laughs> yes, they don't need to breed. <laughs> Um, no, it's going to be along the lines of, I'm not going to hell because I'm gay, but I'm going to go to hell because of all the other dumb shit I've done. (laughs) And I'll see you there. I'll see you in hell, bitch. I think the worst part about this is that they can't turn down the parade permit on principle because it's just the permit for a parade. So because then they'd the have city, to turn it down for yeah pride. So this the the city's hands are legitimately just tied. Yeah. So it can't just be like uh, we're not allowing them to have a straight pride. So like that's where like that that's kind of sucky. I mean it's sucky, but at the same time like I can see why. At least it's not like a double standard type of thing where it's like um this falls under free speech type of situation and so that means that that's being put into use properly you know what I mean so I guess that's a good thing in a way yeah the only good thing coming from that situation so our topic of the week for this week is our first pride what was your first pride like Brandon um it was good. It was with Joey. Yeah. It was only a couple of years ago. It was hot. And I think I remember almost passing out at one point because I was, I had like some serious heat exhaustion. 
Um, but other than that, it was great. I This was my first year going to the actual parade. And this was my first year being out as a trans guy. So that was really liberating for me. Yeah. I can't wait for the pride that we can both go to shirtless because we both had top surgery. I think that'll be really exciting. Same. I mean, um, never mind. What? I was going to make a joke about last night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I my first pride was miserable. I tried to go to pride right out of high school, right when I had first moved out. And I didn't have any friends who could go with me, so I went by myself. That sounds terrible. And, it, and I and I went for maybe, maybe an hour. I don't even think I lasted an hour. But I just ended up, like, just not having a good time and leaving because I was like, this is terrible. I was at the very end, and I do remember that there was a group down further from me and one of the guys there had just gotten their top surgery and was celebrating uh, his first pride being shirtless and it was super cool because I didn't even know, like I didn't even have the terminology transgender at that point. Yeah. So I was just like, dude, like that's freaking awesome. I wanted to be like, you're awesome. But I was so like little closet me that that I was not comfortable saying anything, but it was, yeah, it was just miserable. My second, my second pride was a lot better. I went with a group of friends that I met in high school, in college and, and it was a lot more fun. That's good. Um, but I don't think that it was until I met Zali and we went out together that I really started enjoying Pride to its fullest because I wasn't trying to impress anybody. Yeah. Um, the first Pride that I took Zali to was Houston, which was a lot of fun. Comparatively to Dallas, Houston is insane. Uh, it is huge and super cool um however the the houston pride that we went to i don't know if they've changed in the two years that we have not gone uh they were not selling water poor choice houston they were selling beer they were selling nothing but alcohol and it was like freaking a million degrees outside and i'm surprised no one died from probably, just heat there i mean there probably were people who like passed out and stuff like that that's terrible yeah um we ended up getting uh in order to combat the heat we ended up getting one of the the spray bottles that is connected to a fan Mm -hmm. and we were just like spraying ourselves and like low-key drinking the water because we were so hot yeah that's crazy but that was literally the only water there um but this i think has it been this year that was my first year as, like, an out trans guy? Yeah. This was my first year as an out trans guy, which was really cool. Oh, we both had our first together. Oh yay. Gross. We were each other's first. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this pride was awesome. Um, I really enjoyed spending it with you guys and having my family there my my chosen family there with me especially with the friends that i haven't seen in a while in like six months that was their first too wasn't it mm-hmm. oh cute it was a threesome of first um <laughs> that was a statement <laughs> <laughs> um something that was really cool is that i hadn't seen quite a few of my friends in like six months so it was like hey guys how's it going and they were like your voice it's so different and I was like oh yeah I forgot I haven't like talked to you in a hot minute but yeah pride is great well I'm glad you enjoyed it I enjoyed it it was nice um yeah it's stressful though it is there are like so many things that you have to plan around and people that you have to include and well there's just it's stressful 
and for somebody who struggles from a lot of mental dis like mental disabilities there there's a lot of stress and anxiety that comes from being around that many people yeah um so just kind of planning around that as well is really hard do you have any yikes moments um yeah i mean like your mom outing you yeah my mom outed me y'all i know i've already kind of mentioned it but um the actual story is so my ex-husband came and picked up our kid for the summer um he goes back to stay with him for the whole summer and that's part of our agreement and so um my mother went behind my back and asked to see Bentley before he left, which, like, I don't necessarily care that she saw him. I care how she did it, and Absolutely. I care that no one told me because I found out through Bentley. Like, Bentley's the one who told me, which kind of made the whole situation even shittier. Right, but kids don't know to keep something a secret. Right, which is fine, and I'm glad he told me. Um, and he tells me everything. Like, he literally talks to me about everything. Well, right. I just mean, like, versus adults where they're like, oh, we're not going to talk about this. Kids, like, they don't realize, oh, this is not supposed to be, oh, I can't tell other people about this. Yeah. And so, um, my, I don't know how this, the conversation started, basically, but it ended up with my mother talking about, um me and my changes and just this whole situation like my ex-husband and I haven't had the actual conversation like we've talked about it before where we thought that he probably knew and he picked up on the differences and you know I was with him for seven and a half years of course he's gonna notice when I change physically um so anyway uh he he knew but he didn't know and so my mom just like clarified everything which was super nice of her um and she doesn't understand that like she could have very well put me in a terrible situation where absolutely where i might have you know i had the sorry i had the potential to lose my kid you know what i mean and so like especially if he wanted to fight me on it and court systems and the way that transgender people are treated Right now, in especially our, in, our day, in Texas, especially in Texas, and you know, like I, I wouldn't have a leg to stand on in that situation. No, and my mom just ripped that out from underneath me. Absolutely, like, just, and so well, and I would, I would just like to say, like I know that this podcast is is kind of geared towards the LGBT community, but if there are any straight allies, parents out there who are listening who are trying to get some education, first of all, good on you. Second of all, please, please, please never out the people that you love. It's so hurtful and you don't realize the repercussions like they do. And it is, at the end of the day, it's their business to tell whoever they want, not yours. And so like, I wouldn't even feel comfortable with Zali, who is my wife. I wouldn't want her to tell anybody without my permission. Like, it's just, you don't realize how unsafe that that can put people. So just please be considerate and thoughtful when you are talking to other people about your loved ones who may or may not be in the LGBT community. Yeah. Well, and this was, this was a, literally a month after my brother had outed me to my father. Right. So I um, basically ended the conversation. I mean, it was a very long, drawn-out conversation. But I ended it with, I'm done. I'm walking away now. Enjoy right. your narrow-minded life without me because I'm not going to be part of it anymore. Right. Which... which is sad but like a little bittersweet for you sure um but it also sucks for bentley because you know it sucks for bentley in a way but also it's going to be good for bentley because now he doesn't have to deal with them talking about me to him right which is what is the thing that happened a lot when he was there so 
Plus and he he's has... straight up told me, like, I don't really like going over there because they talk about you and I don't like the way they talk about you. Plus he has so many more people in his life who love and celebrate life and sexuality and gender in just a completely authentic way mm-hmm. that, you know, he's not missing anything. Right. And he does have a grandma and a grandpa who take very good care of him. Absolutely. Uh, who Joey's, are very Joey's loving. parents. Yes. Are, they're absolutely amazing. They and absolutely are. Especially for him. Well, we got to see them during this last week, and I just, I'm constantly reminded just how amazing, like, this situation is now, and, and the family that I am now being invited into, and it's just, it's so incredible. Yep. Yeah. They're pretty great people. I love them. Um, but, yeah, that was, that was the whole moment. That was the, that was it. Yeah, that's a big yikes. But that's, like, less of a funny, like, oh, people are just being shitty. And more of, like, a serious, like, don't do this, guys. I did have a lady at Quick Trip. I think I went in without my binder on, which is very confusing for people to see. Because... And it's very rare for you as well. Yeah, but my binder has been causing a lot of issues, so I'm trying real hard not to wear it very often. Like, right now I have a swim binder on, which doesn't bind as tight, but it covers everything. Um, and it holds them down and in place enough that I can wear a big t-shirt and get away with it. Um, but I had a lady in Quick Trip. I was in line and she was like, I can help you right here, ma'am. And I just kind of looked at her and as I got closer, she realized that there was hair on my face. And then I spoke (laughs) and she was like, oh, how are you today, sir? And, you know, she tried to overcompensate a little bit, but it was, I thought it was funny. She and didn't, I don't think she meant any anything by it. They, I just they think, never do. But she was genuinely surprised when I spoke because she was like, "Whoa, right?" Because you can see the look on her face. That was funny. Um, I'm getting funny. a lot more of those where, where people will like get like a side glance of me and they're like, they'll see me and Zali together and they're like, "Oh, how are, how can I help you, ladies?" And then I'll turn, and they'll and they'll quickly be like, "And gentlemen." <laughs> And I and it and it's it's so it's so nice that that it has extended more into than than just my voice. Yeah. Because at first it was like, oh well now my voice is the main You just sound like you smoked a pack. <laughs> well, now my voice is like the main distinguisher of oh, this is a dude. Yeah. And now it's Same. it's more than that. There's there's more signs that are like oh, this is a dude, not a chick. Yeah, I don't get ma'am very often anymore. Uh, every now and then, some ca- some guests will at work will still call me ma'am or like. There's one lady who comes in and she's like, hey girl, and I'm just like, hey, because. I don't care enough to... Right. I feel like mine's at, like, 60-40. I'm comfortable enough now with who I am and what I look like that I don't I don't necessarily... Unless absolutely. someone is just absolutely being a dick, I am not going to take the time out to correct them. Not because I'm embarrassed or, uh, you know, whatever, or upset or anything, but solely because I don't care. Well, and why, why take a two-second interaction and make it a... 20 minute interaction right you know it, it's not necessary yeah um but no it's it's definitely been interesting i i definitely think that i have been a lot more comfortable in myself as well with my gender identity and you know i feel like i don't necessarily get less how do i phrase that i don't like there's not like very infrequent ma'ams mm-hmm. i feel like mine is about 40 percent ma'ams now it's it's definitely like not the majority anymore which is a huge relief and it is very comforting just with for my own mental sake um but it's also been great you know like i don't typically bind very often just because either i'm going out for a 20 minute i ran to the store real quick or my job doesn't really allow me to bind Mm -hmm. as comfortably mentally as I want to, so I'd rather do all or nothing. Half-assing it to me is 
I don't know, not enough. And that's just, like, my own, like, brain being very negative and very damaging that I'm trying to fix, but, you know. It takes a lot, though. It does. It's a process. Any other yikes moments? Nope. Not that I can think of. Well, we're going to sign this off. I don't know if this is pretty early or not, but Brandon needs a nap. So, so please, guys, feel free to check us out on all of the social media. Um, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, and feel free to reach out to us on email if you would like. Or you can slide into our DMs. Yeah, you always can. I don't guarantee an answer from me, but maybe Brenda will. <laughs> on Twitter, I will. I check it pretty fre- frequently. Um... But yeah, so feel free to hit us up, and yeah, this has been Everqueer, so until next time, bye guys. Peace.